here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this, well, this is happening. Uh, Ryan, I, I hear you turning your mic on and off. What's going on? We just started. I coughed. Okay. I coughed. Okay. Yeah. It and makes I, a noise I, when you do that, you know. I don't think anyone see, will hear it because the music's playing. Yeah. But the button makes a noise. It's like. Okay, I've asked you before and you said you didn't hear anything. No, I can. I think if maybe it depends on how, if you hit it just right or not, but I can often hear it. I know you see, when you've turned your microphone off. You know what we should do right now is we should we should put this uh, up on the internet somehow, right? As like a social media clip, and tag our fr- uh, the the people at Blue, because mm-hmm. this is a blue microphone, and demonstrate to them. Well, that when sounded I'm like you-, you just hit your desk. No, dude, it's there's a tiny little. So I have the Blue Yeti Nano. Okay, is the microphone that I use to uh-huh. record. This is happening, right? Yeah, and and there's a volume button on the front. For the headphones that you tell me if I turn my headphones up too much that it starts uh, uh, echoing through. Yeah, because I use actual radio equipment. I use uh, an Electro Voice RE20 and, and normal stuff. But yeah, go ahead. You're with your Blue Nano. And and it's and it's got the little uh, on the volume button. There's a little LED, and it's green, and that lets you know the mic is functioning properly. Like remember when we first started, we were having sample rate problems, and I think it was blinking yellow, mm-hmm. and like we figured that out. And so then when you push it down, you mute the microphone, but it turns red, so then you know you're muted. Yeah, I, I, I can hear it. I sounds like it. a switch. I use it all the time as a cough button. Yeah, I, I know that, you, but lots of times I'm talking when you do it, so it's fine. Okay. Because I asked you if you heard it before, and you told me I didn't, and that's why I so freely used it. And now that I know it's a problem, I've got to start thinking of other ways to Well, what to you can do it. is just mute yourself on clean feed by clicking a button. That's what I do. Uh, is it? See, we were both muted there. Oh. See? Yeah. Okay. Just do that. It's much quieter. So if I count this to is 10, the worst beginning to a show ever, and we've had some did, terrible fucking starts. This is the worst. I didn't, I didn't pick this subject. I just said I thought it would be. I don't know when you're gonna pull at the fabric of a thing. I just throw off the cuff. <laughs> All right, we'll switch gears. Now. All right, See? what's uh, what's going on in the world at large? Well, so there's a couple things from the last two days that are hanging on uh, our list. All right, of subjects to talk about. So I figured we can start there. Okay, and 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 then move on to something else. Okay. So uh, pick your own adventure, Mark. Ooh. Do you want to? Do you want to go uh, food? Okay. Or being an asshole about food. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let's start with food. Food. Okay. You sent me a list of the best fast food burgers. Oh, right. From the Los Angeles Times. Yes. The official fast food burger power rankings. Now, there's some places on here I have to admit that I've never heard of. I have to imagine these are all in Los Angeles, right? Because it would be weird to... No, this is a national list. All right. I would des- I, I I would describe this as a national list, not a an LA list, because so, there are brands or there are things in here that I know are from certain parts of the country. I just don't know what the shit some of these things are. Like I'm looking at these Jollibee. I that's that's one I've never heard of either. Uh, apparently, you don't go to Jollibee for the burgers. You're there for the spaghetti or fried chicken. What? You can get drive through spaghetti somewhere? I imagine these are drive through esque places based Jolli- on the... All right. Wait. Jollibee is a fast food... Let's let's get the Wikipedia up on it. Can you imagine going to a fast food place and getting spaghetti? Oh, wow. Jollibee is a Filipino, Filipino chain of fast food restaurants. Um, they have 1,500 outlets worldwide. 1,500? 15 uh, with restaurants in Southeast Asia, the Middle East, East Asia, North America, and Europe. They have one in Queens. Yeah. Jollibee, ha- yeah, they serve spaghetti. Like in I a drive-thru. 
Never heard of this. Gross. Before. Oh, now I see. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm looking at one. The logo to this place looks like you're watching Rick and Morty, and it's some fake place that exists in a cartoon <laughs> universe. There's a picture that I'm seeing of the of one in Toronto, and when I was there. I remember seeing this, and I thought it was just like a local thing. I didn't realize it was a... Global. Yeah. Global. It's been around since 1978, apparently. In in 2000, the Yum Burger. The Yum Burger is a hamburger sold by Jollibee, and hopefully we're saying that right. Could be Jollibee. No, I think it's Jollibee. I'm going to say Jollibee. One of the fast food chain signature products. The Yum Burger was among, da, 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 da. in 2017, a new edition called the Aloha Yum Burger was introduced. Yes. I want to be clear. I'm not trying to run down Filipino cuisine. However, I, th- this menu, just quickly looking at it, strikes me as like one of those places where they're like, all right, all these other places that sell burgers and chicken sandwiches already exist. What can we sell? And I see there's Jolly Spaghetti. Uh, there's burger steaks, which is gross. It's just burgers with no buns covered with uh, covered with gravy and mushrooms. Okay. And it comes with white rice. Dude, can you imagine going through a drive-thru, seriously, and being like, I'd like a two-piece burger steak, please, and then you get two savory sweet ground beef patties smothered <laughs> with mushroom gravy and, ri- and plain rice? So depressing. That you know what that is? That's that's leftover night at home. That's yeah, what do we have in the fridge? I don't know. We had burgers last weekend, and uh, I, I can make some rice. That's mom isn't trying too hard. All right, let's. So so the list starts at number twenty three, and 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 I feel like number twenty three is sort of a middle finger, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think it belongs in the top ten, but I think last on the list is shocking. I am pissed and, about this too. Are you? Yes. Where would you? Where would you? I would put this around like number fifteen, seventeen. Yeah, I certainly in there. wouldn't put it last after the goddamn Jolly Bee. Let's put it that. Now, look, I've never been to the Jolly Bee. I don't know how good their burger steaks are, but I sure as hell would not say a Whopper from Burger King is last on this list. Twenty three out of twenty three, flame broiled. Yeah, I don't eat the Whopper, but just a regular Burger King cheeseburger is fucking quality. I I don't know if I'm gonna say fucking quality i don't know if i'm good like, I, I, I enjoy it yeah it's 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 certainly better than other places for sure like i would say i just don't think it belongs la- i think they did that is, intentionally is, yeah last is kind of some bullshit i agree yeah. i mean white castle is number 17 we'll go through all these but i think a burger king burger is certainly better than white castle so, 22, Jollibee. We've discussed Jollibee. Jollibee, yeah. Uh, 21 is Wiener Schnitzel. Uh, I funny... know of them. I've seen them. I've never had their burger. I can't comment. Okay, it says Wiener Schnitzel, the funny little chain. This is written, by the way, by um, Lucas Quan Peterson, who's the food and columnist of the Los Angeles Times. Hello, Lucas. And uh, he says, uh, Wiener Schnitzel, the funny little chain known for one, not serving Wiener Schnitzel, and two, being housed inside what looks like giant versions of Snoopy's doghouse, <laughs> is known primarily as a hot dog destination. So, like, can you imagine, like, they're putting Wiener Schnitzel as better burgers than Burger King. Burger King, yeah. The king of burgers. And Burger King really was sort of, uh, is, as I understand, they were pretty uh, groundbreaking with the, with the flame broil. Yeah. Uh, so then there's Wiener Schnitzel, which I've never been to. Then there's Sonic. Which I don't think I've ever had a burger at. Like I don't, I don't think that anyone goes to Sonic because they love Sonic. I think you go to Sonic because you say it'd be weird if somebody came to my window and took the order. You know, like that's that's <laughs> I, pretty I think, much it. Is is it I not? I think you. I think you go to Sonic because you want tater tots or dessert treats. Yes, I. You're you're absolutely right. And and you see, and if we're fighting between, we'll we'll, we'll take Jollibee and Wiener Schnitzel out of that, right? Mm. And if we're fighting between. Spot number 23, Burger King, and spot number 20, Sonic, based purely on the burgers. Sonic 1,000% belongs at 23. I agree. I it's agree. Not even, it's not even close. They're, 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 their burger kind of sucks. Oh, my God. I'm looking. I'm back on the Jollibee menu. I'm sorry. And I'm sure that, like, these are, th- like, I just sound like, you know, a super white person being like, what is this? You know, <laughs> um, what is it? Filipino food? Is that what they are? Yes. But it's, yes. um. 
Jolly Spaghetti is our unique our unique spaghetti topped with Jolly Bee's signature sweet style sauce loaded with chunky slices of savory ham, ground meat, and hot dog. That sounds like oh. fucking vomit. That's like a <laughs> child. You know when you let a kid quote air quote make dinner? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. No, it actually is more like the kid has like their dad makes some special meal and convinced them it came out of like a Dr. Seuss book or something. Yeah. That's one of those things your wife says, you know, sometimes my mom would make and they'd have like a weird name for it. Like we called it goulash. And it's dad, like, that's ele- fucking awful. Dad, make elephant stew. Oh, yes, exactly. That's what it is. Like, oh, growing up, I loved elephant stew. What's that? Oh, God, it's Jolly Bee Spaghetti. <laughs> Uh, they also have a palabok, palabok fiesta, which is a traditional Filipino noodle dish covered in garlic sauce, sautéed pork, shrimp, and egg. Um, there's a, like, I can't imagine. Oh, hello, I'm at the drive-through. Can I have shrimp, please? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, where does does that rank above or below gas station sushi? Oh, gas station sushi is well. I by, I by the way, any- let me just let me just say, if Jollibee wants to buy ads on this, is happening. I will become the world's biggest Jollibee fan. I'll eat that spaghetti hot dog, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, baby. Mark, it might have to be the next time we get together, there might have to be a road trip to Queens. I can't can't eat a fucking drive-thru hot dog and spaghetti sauce. Okay, then we'll go inside and sit down. Oh, God, no. I don't want to see it be made. I just, like, like, thinking about it is gross. I think I'm kind of grossed out by hot dogs. It depends. Ah, uh, see, boiled hot dogs. I, they've got it. I don't. I don't necessarily love, but like, I, I, I'm all down with a grilled hot dog. Uh, by the way, they 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 do have one of these graphs. You know, the um, it's like the highbrow, lowbrow New York Times thing where they they do put the burgers on the graph from worst taste to better taste, and then also worst value to better value. Um, Jolly Bee. It has the worst taste and worst value, but somehow still comes in above Burger King. Oh wow! Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. I think the guy who wrote this probably just likes Jolly Bee, and he's like, "I'm gonna do my favorite and not put them last." So Sonic, you know, that's a burger place too. And then there's Rallies at number nineteen. See, I, 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 maybe I'm wrong about this, and and you can. I, I always had a conception that rallies and checkers are the exact same place. It's just they call them different things depending You're on correct. where you are. Okay. Rallies, which you may know as checkers, depending on where you live, isn't the best burger you'll eat, but does provide decent value. The double fry lovers burger. I guess you put fries on top of the burger. That seems okay. It seems um, like a very Pittsburgh thing. Yeah, it does. It, he, he actually notes Permanti Brothers in the uh, oh, look at that in the write up. Uh, Eighteen. This is where the, I get angrier or angry about this Burger King ranking. Right, number eighteen. Do you know what eighteen is? Del, Del Taco. Taco. Yes. What? I've eaten the tacos at Del Taco, but I've never thought so. I can't. I've I've had many many a Del Taco taco. But I've never gotten to the burger because it always looked gross. It's like when somebody goes to Ruth's Chris and gets a a, a chicken breast, and you're like, "What are you doing? Why didn't we just go somewhere else if that's what you wanted?" Yeah, at least get some like a like a fancy piece of fish. Yeah, at, at the yeah at a steakhouse, I think you can get steak or fish. I I do not accept chicken ever, <laughs> and even fish. It's like, dude, why didn't you just say you wanted fish? Yeah, we would have gone somewhere else. Uh, Del. Yeah, if you're going to Del Taco and getting a burger, I that's bizarre. I didn't even know they sold burgers. I they they they're definitely on the menu because it's out of place. Because you're like, who wants a fucking burger? Like, go somewhere else. Uh, White Castle is seventeen, sixteen. Fine. Dairy Queen. I another place I've never gone to. I, I do like the Dairy Queen because of their '90s branding. That's chill and grill. <laughs> it's like all right, <laughs> but I've never gone to a Dairy Queen to eat food. Uh, there are certain places, and I know that, you know, corporate overlords dictate this, right? Right. But a Dairy Queen should only sell ice cream treats, in my opinion. Oh. Much like a du- like Dunkin' Donuts kind of has skewed too far into, you know, tomato, pesto, flatbreads. It's like, <laughs> the fuck are you guys doing? So, while Burger King is, is, is uh, definitely an insult, right? Yeah. 
this might be the uh, the biggest misstep on the list. Okay, you think it should be higher? Yeah. Um. A, a what is it? A brazier or something? The other brand that Derek that's like the old '60s thing that they still leave on their logo. If you see one of those, they're good fucking cheeseburgers. Okay. okay. They're like, dude, I grew up on Dairy Queen cheeseburgers. I, I, they are. They <laughs> that are, is apparent they, in college age photos of Ryan <laughs> Sampson. No, but they sort of like. You're, you're maybe, like you're like the Jared before photo. You're like, I grew up yeah. on these. This is what'll happen <laughs> if you eat only this. Somehow, Dairy Queen has managed. To if you ever had, I don't know, Mark, if you ever had like a brilliant, like, you know how sometimes there's the ice cream place that also makes amazing burgers and fries? I guess. Yeah. But that's got to be like a sit down. You know, they wear no. the white hats and the white aprons. I don't no, get if like I'm going tasty to tasty ice- freeze out the window. No, I don't go. Th- I If you're a tasty freeze, if you're that type of looking place, I think we're describing like, you know, the old wood or the like, you know, the silver. You've just got to have a V. Sign. You've got to have a, it had to look like it might have been a gas station. There's got to be a V roof and like all glass windows in the front. Are the margins on ice cream places terrible? Because they all look like they're from 90, and I know they're only open seasonally, but I would say 75% of them, maybe 85%, look like they were built in 1968, never painted again. So I know a guy who owns an ice cream store. Yeah. I don't, he's, he's not, a, a, I don't know him that well, but from what I understand is that the machines are expensive as fuck. Yeah. And what really kills you is the labor. So the more you work, the better you do. And once you've paid yourself, once you've paid everything off, the margins start turning around. But the first few years can really suck. Okay. Okay. I, uh, yeah. I, that, I, was, that was my understanding of it. Because I always thought running an ice cream place, like how hard could it be, you know, assuming you have the freezers and whatever, because it's like you hire some teens and just see how it goes. Yeah, but the teens have no idea what they're doing. They're probably going to, like, do some shit that, like, you're going to hear, like, you know how, like, I went here and, oh, my God, the girl working did this? Yeah. You're going to get a lot of those. Yeah. And and um, and and uh, you only can work six months out of the year in most of the country. Yeah, but I just feel like you don't really hear about a, you know what? I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to say this. We've seen a lot of cell phone videos from inside businesses in the past couple years. I don't recall one occurring in an ice cream place. People generally happy in there. <laughs> That's true. Maybe that should be like if if you're a pizza parlor and on Yelp you get accused of being racist or something, throw some ice cream in there and say, "Look, we're actually an ice cream place. It's fine. No, nothing bad could happen here." Right? I, I'm I'm not saying Dairy Queen should. I Dairy Queen probably should have been like. Like number eight, nine, or ten. Well, let's see what's at eight. Let's see what's above Dairy Queen before we but, make but that call. Six, Sixteen, I think, might be egregious for the Dairy Queen burger. Okay. Up next, Jack in the Box, which I think I've had once, only because did, they used to um, they used to run those uh, too hot for TV commercials, right? Where they'd yeah. have like the woman like sexually eating I, a burger. No, I thought that was Carl's Jr. Um. Jack in the Box is the, Aren't like, they the, the clown. Same? No. Okay. What's Jack in the, the Box is the clown. Okay, so Jack in the Box, and what's the other one? Okay, so Carl's Jr. and Hardee's are the same. Yes. Or at least, yes. But Jack in the Box, I mean, maybe they're part of some, you know, like, corporate overlord company, but I, I, don't, I don't know. But they're, I never saw, thought they were the same. Okay. All right. But who cares? I've, so Jack in the Box, these are places. I, yeah, I had a Jack in the Box last time I was in L.A. I don't think it counts. Um, it was the night that I got there and everything was closed. And the only thing near my hotel that was open was a Jack in the Box drive through And it was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it was fucking gross. Uh, Should have gone to Jollibee, dude. It's seriously. Uh, 14. Steak and Shake. So here's my... Um, Here's my personal anecdote about Steak and Shake mm-hmm. that I uh, so Cardinal Dolan, Cardinal Timothy Dolan from the New York Archdiocese um, has a is you know has a show at Sirius XM and every time they do like an audience event, they he likes to get everyone Steak and Shake because they all they all oh, really they opened a Steak and Shake next to uh, where Letterman was where Colbert Colbert not, yeah yeah Colbert now tapes. 
it closed. But when it opened, it was he was really excited because I guess growing up in St. Louis or where he grew up, he worked at a Steak and Shake, and okay. he loved it. So this just led to me having to order Steak and Shake for like 50 people a couple times a year. And let me tell you, it doesn't travel well. It's fast food, you know, like <laughs> none of it really does. And in fact, one time I went to St. Louis to do a broadcast with this man from a steak and shake. Oh my god. I think I it was it. the one he worked at. I forget. <laughs> so I've eaten a fair amount of steak and shake, even though there aren't that many of them on the East Coast, from what I can find. Well, I remember that the steak and shake opened next to Colbert, and then it was it was like a big, not a big, but it was a you know a normal sized restaurant for New York, like what most of the fast the size most of the fast food restaurants mm-hmm. are. And then they like half sized, and they turned into like steak and shake deluxe or something like that. Yeah. Like, they added a name to it to make it special, but it was really just a takeout window. Yep. And now it's gone. It's gone. It didn't quite work. And I'm fine with the Steak and Shake burger. I usually avoid Steak and Shake because I hate shoestrings. Oh, you, you shoestring fries? Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of those. But those are pretty much, the, the, I would say, the case at any fast food place, no? Steak and Shake has the really, the really small shoestrings, yeah. Yeah, I also hate those. Um, Number 13, The Habit. Now, this is more of a sit-down place, I would say. It's one of those places that you have to go in. Is is this is the one that's on the list to, because this is the LA Times list. This is giving it local credibility. I think so. The yeah. Habit. It's a California-based burger specialist, uh, according to the article. I think I've been to one. It's fine. Number 12, Wendy's. Again, with Burger King at 23, I don't think Wendy's belongs at number 12. With 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 Dairy Queen at 16, Wendy's doesn't belong at 12. Now, am I is this East Coast bias showing on my part where I where I consider there to be three true fast food burger places? McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. Those are the three you run into the most, yeah. So, but is that East Coast bias? Like is somebody listening out west saying are you you're seriously not mentioning in and out? You're not mentioning well, somebody in Texas say, is saying, what a burger. Exactly. Which, where are they going to show up at some point? I, I, would I imagine? think so. I think so, yeah. Well, anyway, Wendy's is at number 12. I, I, what I got to say about Wendy's is now, granted, I understand that there's been a lot of inflation, but I just harken back to my high school times. It was pretty amazing you get a junior bacon cheeseburger for like 99 cents or whatever it was. And you see, you said it. That's what made the Wendy's cheeseburger. In order for the Wendy's burger to be good, there has to be bacon. Well, that's literally what this guy says in this article. Oh, are you serious? He says, um, the one near me currently has 20 different burgers, 13 of which include bacon. I don't know. It feels a little like cheating. Yeah, okay. Like I, But I feel like a Wendy's burger is okay. But in order for the Wendy's burger to really be good, you have to have bacon. Because there's something in, like, there's an extra dose of salt or something in Wendy's bacon. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. This is interesting. A&W at number 11. Uh, yeah. It also says Marriott International started as an A&W stand in Washington, D.C. You realize that has nothing to do with the burgers, but that's amazing. <laughs> that is kind of amazing. I, I um, There used to be a business A&- that's much larger grew out of this one smaller business. Well, well for a minute, A&W was huge. I think I, I could be wrong about this, but but if I remember my fast food history right, before McDonald's, A and W was the biggest one. A and W claims to have invented the bacon cheeseburger in 1963, which I know that it's the way time works. But sitting here in 2022, I read something like that and I just go, "Well, that's just unfair because you just happen to be born then it's like how like somebody got famous for saying but on the radio it's like all right well the the standards were lower to make a dent then have you seen the type of shit we're pumping out today we're only pumping out veggie broccoli bites frozen because there's nothing else to do you already did it it doesn't have to do with lack of creativity there's only just so many things you can do it, maybe I'm wrong about this and people will correct us at TIHO or correct me at TIHO or at Mashup Ryan or at Mark Zito. Yeah, don't um, correct Ryan at Mark Zito, though. I don't want to hear about him being an idiot. 
Um, I think that A&W has more locations or is more prevalent overseas. And I think even in Canada, there's like way more A&Ws in Canada than there is here. Maybe I'm crazy about that. I'll have to ask Drake. Um, but, but, but I remember there used to be an A&W at, B, at BWI. And I had a girlfriend who worked at BWI, and I would pick her up from work a lot, and we would stop at the A&W, and my, my, my late friend TJ loved the A&W burger, and every once in a while, he would just want to drive to the airport to get. And it wasn't in the airport. It was in a gas station on, like, the back side of the oh, airport. Oh, God. And, Gross. And, yeah, and, and he would, we would go to the A&W. It was literally in a gas station on the back side of BWI. Number t- it might still be there. Number 10 on this list is the first one I would say even more so than Burger King being 23. Now I will I will before you get there. Yeah. I'm I'm just going to say there are three things that I said that this list will be bullshit if these three are not in the top 10 and all three of them made the top 10. And this was the first one. Shake Shack. Yeah. Also points to uh what was this guy's name again who wrote this? Lucas. Is it was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was uh, Lucas Quan Peterson. Points to Lucas for his 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 um his Shake Shack thing starts off by saying, "I won't wade too deep deeply into the Martin's Potato Rolls Doug Mastriano controversy, but I will say this: I've never much liked potato rolls for sandwiches and burger burgers. I disagree. I think Shake Shack would be my number one burger." If, if as far as far as fast food restaurants go, We've not number ten. We've discussed this before that I that I also believe that Shake Shack is the best uh, fast food burger. So I mean, number ten seems low if we think it's the best. Yeah, but but also too the way the any time that that I read one of these lists, it always pisses me off. That's this the point, the, right? This uh, kind of, but th- this is the only one that I'm like, yeah. You got it. Yeah, and Lucas. I well, you're right. For me personally, Shake Shack is number one. But the fact that I said if these three are not in the top ten, it's bullshit. And all three of them are. All right, don't was, don't read ahead. I won't. Are you ready to have your dick blown off? <laughs> have you ever eaten at a Smash Burger? I've never. But you've seen them, right? Yes. You know who they're owned by? Jolly, Jolly B. B. Jolly B. Yeah. Holy cow. Oh, my God. Yeah, holy so, cow is right because we're talking about burgers. So Jollibee made the list twice. Yes, but this one says Smash Burger, which is number nine, offers a premium burger, certainly better than the one served at Jollibee itself. Now, did this guy I, – I, I wonder if Lucas actually ate all of these because, I mean, what a commitment. I mean, I guess he would have had to. Well, okay, so it would be a it would be a three to six month commitment if you like ate two burgers a week. Yeah. Also, but I feel like you got to do them all in a row because I think I would forget. I, you know, you, you, even if you try and be subjective, if your mood's a little different, you don't realize it. You might, you know. Yeah, but if you eat them all in a row, you start getting burger blind. It's true. Uh, burger blind, very, very uh, clinical. It's a clinical it's, condition. It's, it's, it's really, it's medical. Yeah. Uh, number eight, this seems low. This also seems low. Five guys. Eight? <laughs> eight? Five guys would have been my honorable mention in the top three, number four for me. I think five guys would have been uh, number two for me. Okay. Now, you got to be, you got to say there, if you have a bad burger of Five Guys, though, that's your own fault due to the amount of customization that's available. Yeah, but I guess you're right, and you're right. When I go to Five Guys, I go, oh, holy shit, I can get A1 sauce, and fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. So maybe you're right. The sauces, uh, like, it, it, mine, what's your Five Because mine is, mine's um, ketchup, cheddar, bacon, and A1. Oh, and sometimes, sometimes I like to get it on the side and dip, but sometimes I'll just tell them to put Frank's right on it. Oh, God. So you put ketchup, steak sauce, and Frank's Red Hot on a burger? And bacon and cheddar, yeah. Yeah. I go with the, um, lots of times I'll go with the barbecue sauce, um, or, or I'll do mayonnaise, ketchup, Mm. basically like a Burger King Whopper, more or less, without, without pickles or onions. Uh, number seven, Culver's. Like, but back to Five Guys for one second. I do think Five Guys almost doesn't count in places like The Habit because when you go to Shake Shack, it's like 
there is a pre-made burger with everything where you're just like, I want that. I think like that should carry some weight here, you know, okay. as, as far, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even a Whopper, Burger King, it's like, all right, that's a, that's a pre-made situation or a pre, like the recipe at least. I'm not saying the burger's sitting there, although in those cases probably is. Um, Culver's, never been to a Culver's. Uh, Culver's was number three on the list that I said that if it didn't make the top 10 in the list, the list is bullshit. So you're a Culver's fan. Fuck Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 it's like they're so good but they're so rich like you it's not one of those that you can go in and do like a double burger if you want to like you're gonna have one and you're gonna be fine with it it and serves probably, its but- they have a thing called a butter burger no so, it's yeah. the butter burger yeah the butter burger is what you go to culver's for all right numbers and, and dude oh in the ice like with the, with the frozen custard but the ice cream basically you come out of culver's like you like needing a nap <laughs> Number six is Whataburger. We said it was coming up. I have never been to a Whataburger. I've been to a Whataburger. It belongs in the top ten. It's a good. It's good. Okay. Mm. By the way, I I feel like we owe it to Lucas at this point because I didn't read this off the top about his. Um, he said a great fast food burger should taste good, of course, but it should also be convenient. It can have toppings, lots of toppings, but it shouldn't be overly busy. It should be compatible with eating inside a moving car, ideally with one hand only. Which leads us to number five, where he completely contradicts himself. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, what is number five? You know already if I'm getting this pissed off. Okay, in and out You cannot eat in and out in a moving car. It's, uh uh-uh. No. Really? No. Well, then you can't eat five guys in a moving car either. Not when I put A1 sauce and Frank's and Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, no, but, but, but I, I, dude, I, 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 in and out should have been number 23. I would have been fine if in and out was number 23. I don't 23. Know if it would have gone that low, but it's certainly I better than I Shake have... Shack. I, I, I've never understood the in and out versus Shake Shack thing. I know I have a personal grudge against in and out because the first time I ate it, the entire burger fell out and all over me on the first bite. <laughs> yeah, I remember that story. Uh, number four, McDonald's. Now I feel like this guy took a big risk in California by putting McDonald's above in and out. This was number two that I said, if it didn't make the top 10, it was bullshit. A plain, or it's not a plain, when I say a plain, I mean just cheese and meat. McDonald's double cheeseburger is velvety delicious. A quarter pounder with cheese is, I don't care what you say, still one of the best cheeseburgers you can get. Number three, I've never even heard of, but it, apparently it's new because it's quickly growing Wichita-based Kansas chain, is Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. I also don't like when a place refers to their shit as a steak burger. I don't understand. Um, uh, I, Well, I guess because it's ground steak, right? Because that's the secret. Well, isn't, isn't steak just beef? So isn't everything... Well, but that's the trick. I mean, that's where if you want to say people cheat, right? If you want to accuse Wendy's of cheating because of the bacon, can't you accuse, isn't it Shake Shack of cheating because it's mostly brisket? Is it? I don't know. Or it's a lot of brisket? I have no idea. It's the yeah, Pat Lafrida blend, right? I think, yeah, like, well, no, but I, yeah, but I think that, 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 that that's what, I'm pretty sure that it's Shake Shack, that it's the brisket that makes it so good. Well, anyway, that place, which I doubt either one of us has ever been to, Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. I will say I'm interested, though. I'm I very want interested. to try. It looks delicious. Number two, Carl's Jr. Uh, whatever. And yeah. number one, founded in South Los Angeles 75 years ago, Fat Burger. What do you think? Shh. Uh, it's surprising. I can't. I mean, like, I knew that that the one that I wanted to be number one wasn't going to be number one, which was Culver's. Uh, I pro- no, it would have been um, Shake Shack. Okay. Um, but I knew it wasn't going to be number one. So I, I, I mean, like, I've had a fat burger. They're good. So I can't. I can't say it. I don't hate it as much as I hate In and Out. I would have been. I thought coming from the Los Angeles Times. I've got to. I've got to apologize to Lucas <laughs> because as soon as I saw Burger List in Los Angeles Times, I knew I was going to scroll down to number one and see In and Out, and he didn't do it. And I, for that, that's all I care. Well, that's our uh, big Burger List discussion. What was my other thing on the uh, Choose Your Own Adventure? Being an asshole while eating a cheese. Oh yeah, I've definitely been an asshole while eating. <laughs> 
<laughs> what's uh, what's going on there? Well, no, that's uh, James Corden getting banned and then unbanned from Baltazar, and then all the the stories that have been flying around the internet. Yeah, so James Corden, this is an interesting thing because if I'm being honest, I'd heard stories about James Corden similar to these stories that are being thrown around the internet. Of which, Ryan, do you have a couple you'd like to read? Uh, so I have some. My here. favorite one that has gone viral is James Corden on the airplane. Yeah, I have that here. We can. We can get <laughs> All right, to that. please read that one. So See, this, this, this like is an is... example of stories that have gone around the internet. Uh, so the, Keith McNally, this is this is from at Keith McNally. These are the stories that allegedly got him banned from. Oh, you're going to give the two stories from Baltazar. Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll Baltazar is a, a New York City-based restaurant, correct? Yes. All right. That's, I've never been. I don't know much about it. Well, can't, apparently can't act like an asshole. You'll get put on blast by the owner of the restaurant. James Corden is a hugely gifted comedian, but a tiny cretin of a man. I don't know <laughs> why he, he, he capitalized cretin, but whatever. And the most abusive customer to my Baltazar, Baltazar servers since the restaurant opened 25 years ago. Oh, damn. I don't often 86 a customer. Today, I 86'd Corden. It didn't make me laugh. Here are two Chumleys. That's where 86 comes from, by the Uh way. It's a bar called Chumleys. Um, There are two examples of the funny man's treatment of my staff. He behaviored... Some of the dude, there's some there's some Twitter typos in here that are really special. I think he's supposed to say he behaved, yeah. but it, it typed he behaviored yeah. sim- similarly in my former restaurant, Cafe Luxembourg, a few years back. In June, this was manager's report number one. In June, James Corden was here on table 61. Although this is diabol- diabolical, it happens very occasionally in all restaurants. What the fuck does that mean? No idea. After eating his main course, Corden showed the hair to Baltazar manager G, who was very apologetic. Corden was extremely nasty to G and said, get us another round of drinks this second and also take care of our uh, of our drinks so far. This way, I write. This way, I write any nasty reviews in your Yelp or anything like that. I don't write any nasty reviews, I think. I think is what he meant to say. say. Okay. Manager report number two. James Corden was at Baltazar with his wife on October 9th for brunch. This sounds like a court case. Mm-hmm. He, he asked for a table outside. Brunch maitre d' Allie Walters will just call her out and give the other guy an initial and just call <laughs> her out by yeah, last name. Yeah, yeah. Her address is. Took the party to table 301. And why is he so specific about I don't know, man. He's clearly a crazy person, too. Mr. Corden's wife ordered an egg yolk omelet with Gruyere cheese and salad. A few minutes later, after they received the food, James called their server, MK. See, MK gets initials, unlike Allie Walters, and told her there was a little bit of egg white mixed in with the yolk. Does that matter? I guess if you wanted an egg yolk omelet. Who ordered? I've never even heard somebody order only the yolks. It sounds like something we know somebody who would do that, but. Okay. MK informed the floor manager, G. Now he gets an initial again. The kitchen remade the dish, but unfortunately sent it with home fries instead of salad. That's when James Corden began yelling like crazy to the server. You can't do your job. You can't do your job. Maybe I should go into the kitchen and cook the omelet myself. MK was very apologetic and brought G over to the table. He returned the dish, and after that, everything was fine. He gave them promo champagne glasses to smooth things out. Because if it's one thing somebody who makes more than a million dollars a year wants is a cheap fucking promo champagne glass. (laughs) Corden was pleasant to him, but nasty to the server, MK. MK was very shaken, but the professional that she is continued to finish her shit. This story's boring as shit. So he was just acting like an asshole. Pretty much, yeah. Now... With with that being said, I want you to read the story of James Corden on the plane. You have that one, right? Yes. Okay. Now, I want you to read that, but one. let me first explain some other stuff. I had heard stories like this throughout my time in the entertainment industry. However, I also have a good friend that works 
at uh, Late Night or The Late Show or Late Late Show, whatever the fuck it's called that he hosts. Yeah. And I would always be like, is James cool? And she'd be like, James is the nicest. I love James. He's super nice. And I had to, I made the choice to trust somebody who deals with him a lot versus these stories that I can't verify. Yeah. However, I will say that once this Baltazar story was posted, a lot of these stories started showing up from random people. Well, but also there is the type of peep person and I that is knows is and is very good to most of the people around them, but can treat others disposably if they don't matter to them. Yes. You know what I mean? Like if someone can't help them, then they might treat them as uh, completely disposable now, or not even there. Now, <laughs> I also have eaten in a restaurant at the same time as James Corden. Oh, you have? Craig's in Los Angeles. Oh, uh, yes. I will say, he seemed like he was having a great time. He was going from table to table. Like, I literally, he was stopping by so many tables. I was like, is James Corden going to just come say hello to my table and be like, hey, <laughs> it's me, James Corden? I'm dead serious. He was having like a look like a nice night. Craig's is, is the celebrity to be seen restaurant in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, unless you go in the back room and then no one bothers you. But you got you yeah, but you're seen coming through the front. If you want to be. Sure. Um yeah, Craig also it's good. It it's, is very good. It's good. It's the place where I told the story if you want to go back to past this is happening episodes about the girl who uh, complained and the bartender told her to fuck off because, and then told her friend that she comes in here and does it all the time. Yeah, I don't recall that at all. I don't oh, know how anyone God, would dude. find that. What a night. <laughs> okay. Uh, the So anyway, read, please read this story about so, James Corden I, on a plane that's gone by. And this is why. Like, this is the other side of being famous. If, if like... All of this has happened to people who are not James Corden, right? And I'm not saying he was right or wrong. It sounds like he was being a dickhead. But, and to his credit, as I understand it, he ended up calling the owner of Baltazar and getting unbanned because he called and apologized after so, this went viral. Here's the thing, and, and this is where I'm a little little, little less... I, I just want to make sure that I preface this one perfectly. Because Keith McNally, who apparently owns Baltazar, right? Or at least that's how it was framed. or yeah. was, was saying, hey, this is me. These are stories that I experienced or came from my restaurant and put a stamp on it. Yep. This is a retweet from somebody of a completely unattributed story. Yes, this is, but this one has gone around too because people are like, "Oh, I have a bunch of stories of James Corden." See, like once this first, this is this is what I'm saying. Like this is where being famous sucks. Like James Corden could have just been some English guy who's a dick, right? Right. No one would be like, "Oh, I also know that English guy being a dick." But because he's James Corden, like also if he was just some random person, McNally would have never gone on Instagram and been like. I told someone they can't but, eat at my restaurant. You're you're missing my point, right? And what I'm saying no, is no, the no, last I, I, Ryan, I know your point. Oh. Which is you're saying the other stories we don't know for sure. We know for sure on this one because the guy said he saw it. Correct? No. But not your point. Completely my, my the opposite. What do you mean? The last two stories are verifiable. One person stood up and said, this is me. Here are the people involved. You can like, yeah. if someone went back, you can backtrack and verify yes, those that's stories. That's what I right? said. Whereas this one... That's is, what I said. Oh, I thought you were saying it the other way around. No. Oh. McNally's story... No. McNally's stories, he's like, I did it. Here's the details. Uh, you yes. can ask me. This other story from the plane, we don't know, right? Total blind. This could be total bullshit made up when we have no but idea who to verify it. do with. have to say, it didn't just come out the other day, right? Like, they didn't post it the other day. They posted it a while ago, and it just resurfaced because just of the Baltazar. I just want to make sure that I point out that that this one is this is much more possibly wild fucking rumor than possibly, than, but I I'm gonna say, gun to my head, I doubt it. But, but I, it's to to be fair to James Corden, we have to say that. Uh huh. But please read it because it makes me laugh every time I hear it. Hails from the cockpit. Half an hour into a New York to London flight, passengers in business class noticed a woman with a crying baby being brought through the curtains by a flight attendant. Oh my God, so she had been in coach like a plebe. 
They looked on in mild horror as they saw the flight attendant direct her into an empty seat next to bum, 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 James Corden. Expecting a huge celebrity hissy fit to kick off, Corden's cabin mates were impressed to see that he didn't say a word or make any sort of complaint. He simply put on a pair of noise-canceling headphones, pulled an eye mask over his eyes, and turned away from her and fell asleep. What a guy. Pretty decent of him, right? When the plane landed, though, passengers were surprised to see Corden remain seated as the woman with the baby struggled to open the overhead locker. Even more surprised when she turned to Corden and said, for fuck's sake, can you at least hold the baby while I get the luggage down? <laughs> and? It says bags, but I, but I, the woman was his wife. <laughs> the baby was James Corden's baby. The baby was his baby. <laughs> I thought that was pretty apparent once you heard what she screamed. Uh, I just want to drive it home. Oh, God. So again, we don't know that we don't know who did the, who said that if it's verifiable at all. But it's funny. Oh, it's funny. It, it feels like it feels like one of those urban legends though that in 5 years like we're going to take James Corden out and we're going to put, you know, Timothy Chalamet in. We'll Sorry, see. Sorry, Timothy Chalamet, to pick on you. I I'm telling you, I'd heard a bunch of stories. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. It just feels like one of those boomer, like, meme stories that flies around Facebook. There was an old man and his grandson. Yeah, but by the same token, and I'm not saying it's on the same level at all, right? But there were always whispers about one Harvey Weinstein, correct? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then one story came out that was verifiable. And whoosh. And then it all just took off. And I feel like... This has a similar pattern. Okay. Where there were rumors and whispers and whatever. And then uh all of a sudden the floodgates opened. Even and but big on good on James Corden for apologizing. The show was on hiatus this week cuz I actually texted my friend to be like, "What's it uh what's it like over there today?" <laughs> and she's like, "I had no idea what you're talking about." And I was like, "Oh, well, so well, I wonder I, if he'll address it because. Uh, well, it's, do you think? Do, oh, he's going to address it. Do you think um, that any of these rumors have anything to do with his seemingly early retirement? No, I don't. I, 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 I mean, he said for years he wanted to go back to London, which I personally thought. I, I don't know what it is about that late late show where people who I that host it who I think are great and I love them. Like I love. Um, Craig I love Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. I like. I thought Kilborn was good. I think Corden's great. Like I like. I like James Corden. I love his like man on the street shit. Like I. I, I don't necessarily love carpool karaoke, but I do uh-huh. love like the when he shot the music video with Harry Styles. I loved it. That's hysterical. But what's ridiculous to me is like people are like, yeah, I'm done with this. I'm sure I'll just go on to another job that's equally as you know like like what else. The, like hosting the late late show to me, I guess short of hosting the late show is the pinnacle, right? So I mean, yeah, that's that's your hope is that you get the late show. When people leave that job, I'm always amazed. Like like Craig Ferguson left, and you know, I, I guess and also it's-, it's not like you actually are on or you work at one in the morning. Yes, like you you do all that shit three in the afternoon. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like a gig I would voluntarily leave ever, and yet every host of that show has, or the, like the past three now. You're preaching to me, brother. I mean, I it's 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 like, Ryan gets it, up at five thirty in the morning every day just to talk with Stan and Nicole. He would it, jump at the chance to host this, a late, late and, and, show. But again, I'm I'm in one of those gigs. Like, why would I leave it, unless they offered me the late late show? You know, it's it's sort of like when you have a, a show like that, you, you, you have fun. I think it'd be fun at SiriusXM if all the hosts were trying to get like on another channel. Like if they were like, we're all just trying to get mornings on the joint. It'd be like, where, <laughs> where is the mash? I hear the mashups up for mornings on the joint. That could really throw a throw things into could throw a wrench into plans. We got about three minutes left, but yeah, the the. And, and if you missed any of this is happening this week, available wherever you get podcasts. And if you're listening on SiriusXM, obviously we're on the SiriusXM app as well. At TIH Show on Instagram and Twitter. At Mashup Ryan. At Mark Zito. I just, 
this Corden thing, it's got to be weird. It's like this is the downside of being a celebrity. Where and I'm not I'm not apologizing for what he did. He, he was an asshole, right? But but you can't you can't just tell someone to fuck themselves because the story just becomes James Corden told someone to fuck themselves. You, you know? have to be and 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 you have to be nice all the time, all the time to everyone you meet. That sounds exhausting. I wouldn't it, be able to do it. That is the I, only thing, Ryan. I think that is the singular only thing holding me back from being famous. <laughs> Well, you get when you see me doing it, you get so pissed at me. What being happy all the time? Yes. When you're like, "What the f-? like? Why?" and I'm like, "Cause that's 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 it. It's what you got to do." Dude. You've definitely commented on me and the way that I like interact with certain people. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you it's 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 kind of like you just gotta. I mean, I think it would be great for your street cred if somebody was like Ryan Sampson's an asshole. Dude, I've really thought about that. Like, what is the quickest way to get your name into a into? A, I actually stories? sent you a story. We have like a minute and a half left, but I sent you a story about a Philadelphia radio host or somebody oh that had a TikTok go viral because he was like, ta- he was talking about his new neighbor on air being like, I ran into this new neighbor. It was annoying having to talk to her. And then she t- made a TikTok of him talking about her. But obviously, it's not like he used her name. Like, no one would have known it was her until she posted it. Right. And it got viewed like 12 million times. And what annoyed me the most about it is people were like, this guy talks for a living and he doesn't want to make small talk in your in your in your uh, hallway, which I'd is be more, bullshit. Because if I'd you're be, a if you're a chef at a restaurant, am I supposed to just make you make me lunch whenever the fuck I want? No. Dude, but imagine being a chef at a restaurant and your random fucking neighbor wins a James Beard Award. Oh, meaning she went viral. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That's that's not the point. People people were people were saying like. How dare he not want to make small talk with you? The man's job is to talk. And it's like, all right, if you were if you were a stripper, would I would I make you take your clothes off while you were getting the mail? Like, no, it doesn't matter what his job is. That is irrelevant. By the way, there's other apparently uh, restaurant restaurants that are coming out and saying that James Corden is a uh, uh, a, a valued guest. Great, good for them. Just Ta- trying to Todd turn- English. Todd English He's called him absolutely to- lovely. Oh, the man whose last name is English? Of course he's a big fan of Gordon. Do you have any thoughts before we get out of here? No, that's it. Be here tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye.